This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Our next guest moved to Australia early 2014. He got signed to Sony Music last year, released the poptastic debut single Frequency late last year. This year, he was part of the Mardi Gras celebrations with a single Kings and Queens. He's back with single number three, Boom and Bust, and the new EP, Welcome Back to Joy Bealfield. Hello, it's good to be here. Thank you. Back again, Joel. And the last time we spoke, you're just on the cusp of releasing Kings and Queens, and you're getting ready mm. for your performance at Mardi Gras Fair Day. How did that go? It went really well. It, everyone really, there was, you know, there was a lot of excitement for it. I think uh, people in Sydney really wanted to actually see who the heck I was and, you know, what all this music was about. And, you know, I guess in a way, if I could actually sing it, kind of. So <laughs> it was really exciting. And it went well. And it was my first time doing, like, club appearances, like, in that fashion and everything. So, you know, I was kind of breaking ground for myself. And, and everyone seemed to love it. So I was happy. Now, I saw the costumes that you're wearing and your gorgeous yeah. dancers as well. Now, did you personally pick those dancers, I hope? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, look, look, I think, you know, dancers have an unfair advantage to the rest of us. You know, I mean, they're the way they're using their bodies on such a regular basis, you know, they, I mean... You know, if, if they're if they're great at what they do, then their body has to be, you know, really up to shape and everything, too. So, I mean, you know, all, all of the different dancers that I'd worked with, and there were several different ones. Cause some of them couldn't make a couple of parties during Mardi Gras and this and that. And, you know, all of them were, like, gorgeous, perfect, but, you know, the whole deal. So, you know, it was very fun, you know, especially for me on stage, you know, just, like, you know, having fun with everybody and whatnot, of course. And I'm like, oh, I'm the singer over here. You mentioned before that it was the first time that people actually saw you perform because you were born in the States um, from Miami. And even before you did the whole pop music thing, you were classically trained at the uh, Julie Hard School of New York in New York City. And you list a classical album in the past. Mm. You come like a classical background. And what's it like dipping your toes <laughs> into the pop world? Well, you know, it's been really exciting. I mean, I, I actually, speaking about, uh, you know, the, the classical kind of stuff, I actually went mm. back to Philly um, over the last couple months before this release um, of the EP, just because there was some downtime, and I did um, three operas in Philadelphia, and I did one in Montreal that kind of became a performance art piece, and they had different characters being like Lady Gaga, and they hired all these actors to do all, I mean, it was pretty far out. Very famous fashion designer did all the all the clothing and everything. And uh, the people in the, the show were so fascinated by all my pop music. And I gained like all of these fans that were like <laughs> all about everything that I was doing. And it was so fascinating because I, I really thought that all of, you know, those two worlds would be in such opposition. And yeah. they're really not. Like everyone finds it so fascinating. So you- that's kind of given me some positive feelings. What about uh, in in terms of vocals and stuff like that? Because obviously being classically trained in, in the vocal side, bringing that into the oh, pop world. Yeah, look, I mean, every time I go to do something now, I have to like, 
I have this moment of reckoning where I'm like, oh my God, can I do this? Like, can I switch my voice back right now? Like, what's going to happen, you know? I mean, I remember even when I went to Philly, you know, I've been doing all the Mardi Gras stuff for months and, and all the parties and things. And then I kind of, you know, showed up and, and suddenly I was like, oh crap, I can't remember how the heck to sing like an opera singer right now. Like, can I do this? Well, I'm about to do an arc uh, tomorrow night for the, for the um, you know, EP release of Boom and Bust is... Um, going to be uh, a little bit of classical singing right at the very beginning. Just some really, you know, kind of high, loud operatic singing going right into Kings and Queens. So I think it should give people a little little something else. Now, because, um, Bearford, you were in Sydney, so we're not going to see this performance tomorrow night. So um, you can have a bit of practice now, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want me to sing a little bit for you, or what? As a bit of a taster, as a bit of a taster, maybe. Oh, oh. <laughs> Put you on the um, spot, I'm okay, sorry. Well, you know what I am, well, uh, you, know, you know what actually I am doing, and I'll, and I'll tell you, even though this is a, a, supposed to be a little bit of a secret, uh, well, maybe, no, no, maybe I won't, maybe I'll keep it. Oh, you're going to tell me now. I'll tell no. you what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I, okay. <laughs> because I don't, I actually, I don't think I can actually sing it on radio, so okay. I'm not going to. Okay. I don't, right. I don't believe right. that I can, um, so that's fair enough. But I will sing a little bit. I mean, um, let's see. You know, the opera thing. I'm, I'm basically in the beginning. I'm just kind of doing a little vocalies. Like it's like a. Uh, you know, and then wow. it shines and sparkles in your eyes. Yo, look inside, this is everything. You know, and then it goes right into King's Queen. So. Look at those runs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those <laughs> runs are right on. Because um, Beaufort, yeah. Steph is a singer as well. So she, when she knows runs, she knows runs. <laughs> oh. oh, no way. Yeah, no, it, it yeah. sounds fun. I love the combination of the operatic and the the pop. So, in this show that you're doing, is that what you're what you're trying to give? That's different in in your show. You know, the beginning, the beginning of it, of kind of bridging. Because at, at first, look, everyone that was part of the project was so worried about how if these two things go together, yeah, and if they're in opposition. And my whole thing the whole time was look like. I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, if I put some something a little that's not someone's taste, you know, I could be doing only pop music and I could put out something that's not someone's taste, you know, and that they don't like. And look you at know, Queen. I mean, I you remember that, Queen, right? You know, they, they yeah. had a lot of classical in their songs, my goodness, and the composition. Oh, exactly. It was insane. Oh, exactly, exactly. Well, and, and you know, and, and as I move forward with this, you know, and I get, you know, like live musicians interested in what I'm doing and all mm. of that, which I'm working on currently, I think the music will start to take different turns yeah. and people start feeling different things. You know, and hopefully you guys have supported me so much this frequency that hopefully you guys will still <laughs> show all the support if yes. the music starts well, turning. Well, speaking of frequency, so. <laughs> um, let's play that track right now. This is debut single from last year. This is Beerfield, Frequency. More of us next <laughs> on Joy.
you spoke about um, earlier this year you were part of the Mardi Gras celebrations. You released uh, Kings and Queens mm. for that event. And on the new EP, there is a gorgeous acoustic version of that track. You know, I did it just as some promotional stuff, honestly. Um, and I, I really didn't know. I just wanted to put out a nice Facebook video, you know, and see how what people thought of it. And, you know, it ended up doing really, really well on Facebook. And all these people from all over that were interested in all different types of music started to kind of hear what I was doing. And, and I realized, you know, this is great. Like, this needs to be put on the EP. So I, I, I'm super happy about it. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's very much kings and queens down to the core of what it is, you know? I'm a very sentimental, emotional kind of journey of this. And, you know, with everything going on with, with gay rights, even in Australia and everything, and you know, everyone trying to find their place in the gay community and, and what it means for them to be an Australian. I think that sort of song is, is very timely right now. Let's live in the land of kings and queens Go back to the way we used to be Oh, I'll kiss your hand if you take mine We'll be kings and queens Kings and queens Let's live was a new single from Bealfield called Boom and Bust. <laughs> now, the video for that track, Bealfield, uh, you are, uh, how can I explain the video? Because it's very, very colourful. You're tied up in caution stickers, painted faces, gold painted faces, which is fabulous. Where did the concept come from, doll? Well, look, so I, I had this friend, his name is Sam Harris. Um, he, you know, I, I had gotten to know him a little bit over the last year. And basically, I I kind of reached out to him because I, I really wanted a video that, um, you know, was a little crazy, something different. I wanted it to be, you know, frequency. I didn't really feel like it it told my story or you saw that much of my person or as much of my personality as I wanted it to portray. And so I kind of wanted like just a moment just to be like this is how, you know, the crazy person that I am, you know, that's kind of, you know, outgoing and willing to do some weird stuff, you know, like just to make people laugh. And so I, you know, I just wanted it to be funny, clever, you know, and, and, and also I, you know, boom and bust, it could be taken in so many different ways. So I felt like this video concept really, I don't know, it kind of brought it on to a different level than what, you know, like a traditional video of it would be. Because in the shoot, how many um, t-shirt changes were there and how many showers did you have? <laughs> well, so we bought, um, we bought 
six t-shirts, I think six white t-shirts, which actually weren't enough because then we realized that we really had to start like protecting them. But because of the, when the paint stuff started happening later on in the video, and I'm like the mime getting hit by the paint, the bits getting hit by the other paint. I mean, basically those had to be one take um, jobs, you know? Like, you couldn't really do it again because it was so bad on my skin to get... Because, I mean, if I left that stuff on for even, like, more than a couple minutes, it would dye my skin green. So, so was it, was was really it paint? Was it actual paint? Or what, what was it? It was... Um, it was something. It was something else. I don't. One of the the um, the other producer, Wendy, who did who did the editing, she was like sitting there, like making this concoction with like dye and all this junk in it. I don't even know what it is. It's like and, you know thickening agents and all this stuff. And I mean, it was it was truly like terrifying. Like my hair kind of was tinted a different color, and you know, and we you haven't nobody's seen this yet, but there's another video for one of the tracks will blow my mind. And that's going to be the next music video that's going to come out. And I did that the day after this video. So I had to really make sure that it didn't destroy my hair or like my <laughs> skin. So, and I woke up the next day and I couldn't even open my eyes. It was terrible. Like I had gotten all into, you know, all of the orifices of my eyes and all the juice. Ugh, it was disgusting. Now, but it I've, was worth it. You know, I think it's exciting. <laughs> now, I've heard um, Blow My Mind. Really good track. Really up-tempo track as well. So what can we expect mm. from the video of them? So Blow My Mind, the video is, um, man, I would say it's a little more like indie traditional kind of video. Like I had seen a couple of, a couple of like independent videos that were kind of the way that I wanted it to go down a little bit. And so I would say it's like that. It kind of lives in a, in a little bit of a dream world too. There's like half of it is actually in a dream state and there's dancers in it that are really kind of expressing this whole thing. And the song is about basically waking up like the night after you went out, you know, and you got really crazy and suddenly you like wake up and you're like, what the heck happened last night? Like, I know that I, you know, <laughs> like I found somebody that's like really awesome, but like what just happened? So, you know, these dancers kind of like wake up with me in bed and start coming to life. And, Hello? you know, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and basically I guess at the, be- I guess in the, in a way, the person at the beginning of the video, you know, that I had taken home the night before kind of is like, bye, Felicia, and just, like, leaves, you know? And then, like, it's like, oh, what's going on? But then the rest of it is in the dream sequence. So I think, for me, it's what is definitely, I think it's my favorite video that's been done so far. Like, I think Boom and Bust is a lot of me, which is very exciting. But this video, I feel, is really cool. Like, very down-to-earth. Now, Belfi, let's go so, on to your um, social media because you mentioned that you were overseas doing some um, some shows in the States and Montreal. Now, when you're overseas, you actually recorded mm-hmm. a lovely little message for our radiothon a few weeks ago. So thank you so much yeah. for doing that. 
Yeah, I'm, there was like a little a little red wall in the background. It was very chateauish. I was in, you know, this very French kind of apartment, and it was it was really nice being able to do that for you guys, and especially you know to be able to do that in a place that has you know that does have so much support for the arts and has so much support mm-hmm. for you know, uh, gay issues and, and everything like that, you know? You come from Miami, and a few weeks ago, the tragedy mm. at Pulse Nightclub must yeah. have been so close to home for you. You know, I was in Montreal when I when I had heard about it, and it was the morning, and I had to go and, and do a couple things that day. And, you know, I was kind of walking around, and, and suddenly I stopped in a Starbucks, and I actually just kind of sat there for about five minutes, and then it really hit me. And I started really looking through my phone and, and looking at all of the... You know, I mean, I have so many friends that were friends, like, I mean, really good friends with so many of the people that had died. And I just started, like, you know, actually reading everything from, from my, the people that I know. And I just, I just broke down. And I, you know, and I didn't know what to say either, you know. It's, it's kind of this thing where everyone's going on social media now and saying all this stuff, you know, that's really positive or, you know, oh, and support. But, but, I, but I kind of wonder whether it does anything. Are our prayers really heard when, when, when we put them out mm. there on social media, you know? Mm. And, and what exactly does that mean for it? And, and so, you know, I think in the next couple months, uh, you know, I, I would like to actually make some videos that are meaningful videos, you know, kind yeah. of informational, informing people about some things, talking about some things. You know, I mean, this is part of, of the hatred and the bigotry towards yeah. the LGBTI community. And it's, and it's not going away, really. Yeah. And, and so many gay people have become so complacent. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And you'd think with everything that's gone on now and, and, and the openness, you know, that you'd think that people would just leave it alone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and it's getting worse. Look, I, I want to, especially now that, you know, I'm I'm starting to to call myself Australian, and and mm. when I go over when I go overseas now, everyone calls me Australian. So it means that I'm becoming you know more. And You're more a citizen closer. here. <laughs> I, yeah, I I mean you know I'm I think it's time you know I, I I'm especially as someone who is an American you know I I can speak out and I and I won't be judged in the same way that an Australian trying to speak out for gay rights would be you know because I can say hey look Australia you know. Look how many rights you have that are wonderful and how progressive you are on so many mm. issues. Why can't you get the gay marriage thing? Why can't you get, you know, gay, gay certain types of protections? Like, why can't, there, you know, there's all sorts of rights yeah. and all sorts of uh, privileges that gay people do not have because they don't have marriage. That's what everyone doesn't realize. And that was the war that was waged in the state. Because yeah. I believe there were 1,400 civil liberties that you don't get because you're not married. Like 1,400 rights that you have less. I mean, something unbelievable. So, you know, that's, look, that's just a little chunk, you know, but I would love to, you know, actually start talking about that. Of course, when you guys asked me to do this video for the, you know, for the marathon, and I know that, you know, there's been, you know, money that's, you know, been being taken from all the different organizations in Australia and everything. And it's all part of the same, you know, the same thing. Hmm. It's all part of the same umbrella, you know, of, you know, they're taking away education, they're taking away this, you know, (laughs) Well, we hopefully, all have to kind of fight back a hopefully bit. you can make a difference now that you're touring and, and you're going around and and maybe maybe even giving that little speech. I mean, you've got your EP launch. When are you going to come to Melbourne? That's the question. Well, I've asked him before, so that... and he said to me that he was coming down soon, and he hasn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, well, okay, okay. So now I'm on the crusade for this. Okay, so <laughs> this is going to happen now. I mean, I've I've now put it in the air with everybody. 
I'm trying to find what the what the avenue is, and I actually have a really great producer down there that that I really would like to work with. So now I have quite. Now I have even more reasons to come, and I'm going to have it all work in some big, beautiful, nice bundle at some point. And well, hopefully, you know, and I'll, hopefully I'll get a chance to perform at the clubs and all. The new EP is Boom and Bust, yeah. features six tracks. We've got the debut single Frequency, Kings and Queens, the new single Boom and Bust, a new track called Blow My Mind, an acoustic version, Ooh. and a remix. Beer Fair, thank you so much for phoning through. Um, Thank you so much for having me on It's always a pleasure You guys are wonderful And hopefully we'll see you in Melbourne very soon And you're also performing at the Cairns Queer Film Festival On Saturday the 23rd of July They actually did a promo video um, for the festival Where they took Kings and Queens And they they took like a whole part of it And made it, you know, as part of this video And I was like, dang And you know, that's the only video actually That I I never had an official video with That's the only song on the EP that never actually had an official video. And so that was just like, oh my gosh, like seeing Kings and Queens, you know, in like motion and, and someone doing, you know, that sort of thing with it. It's so beautiful. So, and, and they've been so wonderful. So, I mean, anyone, you know, that has a chance should support, you know, FNQ magazine and, you know, like it on Facebook and whatnot. They're just wonderful, wonderful people and really, really proactive in the community. So. Oh, what a sweetheart you are, doll. Thanks for that. Well, good to chat with you again. And um, we'll see you soon in Melbourne. I actually am working on this. I promise you that before I'm on this show again, I will have been in Melbourne. And I already have people asking me to come to Melbourne and okay, perform. Good. So now we have more impetus. We have the gorgeous GH nightclub here, which is a great venue. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. And I've and I've only been there once, but the night scene is is beautiful, yeah. and and you know, and I have just as many listeners on my Spotify in Melbourne as I do in Sydney. Great! Wow! So, wow. You know, it makes it makes sense. Makes I sense. Think. Everything's so, pointing yeah. in the right direction. <laughs> and your first <laughs> stop you when you're in Melbourne needs to come in to Joy. Okay. Yes, you got to come in. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do Otherwise, you'll be in big trouble. Okay, All right. <laughs> this Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy94.9. Support Joy94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.